0: Hi, my name is Pedro Hardy, and I want to welcome you to the Mental Fabric Podcast, where each week we will focus on one topic that can help you and those around you become a little happier. People tend to think you need to fix all your problems in one day. No, you need to learn from each experience, strengthen your DNA fibers, so one day you look in the mirror and feel proud of the person you're becoming. Let's jump right in. The emotions or conduct of friends. The state of being friends. That is the definition of friendship. What is your definition of friendship? Is it based on how long you knew someone? Is it based on what you could benefit from that person? Or is it based on some type of gain? Meaning, if I'm friends with this person, I can move up the career ladder. If I'm friends with this person, I can make the basketball team. How do you define friendship? And how do you cut people off when you know that what they bring to the table is not a positive thing to you? Now, I have two really good friends, Mark and Greg. They've been my friends for over I think now 14, 15 years. Mark, I always always joke around because Mark is my angel on my shoulder. And Greg tends to be my devil. Now, they both give me great advice. I could count on them. I trust these guys with my life. These guys, I don't even consider my friends. I actually introduce them as my brothers or my cousins. Speaking of cousins, do you have cousins that you're actually cool with, that you can actually trust? If you need something, you could call on them. If you need someone to talk to, you know that they will listen without judging you. Do you consider your cousin's relationship a friendship? Or is it just because they're my cousin, they're supposed to do these things? Now, I'm 33 years old, I've seen a lot in my life. I've experienced a lot in my life. I've met some great people, I met some terrible people, and I met some people in between. Now Mark and Greg, they're my top tier people I trust. At my lowest point, when I wanted to give up on everything, I counted on those two guys, and without judgment, they picked up the phone every single day. And I'm not talking for like a day or a week. No, they picked up the phone every single day for months and years. I trust them with my life. They trust me with their life. When I think of friendship, I automatically have a picture of those two. Now, I have also other friends that I'm very close with, like Lamar. Lamar is one of my closest friends as well. I could count on Lamar for anything. Lamar doesn't need anything from me, and we could just hang out, drinking cherry bombs, watching a basketball game. I'm very close with my cousin, Steven. And if you met me and Steven, you think we're just like this fighting old couple because all we do is just talk smack to each other. Uh, But at the end of the day, I got my cousin's back and he has mine. And when I think of friendship, even though he's my blood cousin, I still think of him. I also think of my Uncle Carlos and my brothers Nelson, Robert, Fuzzy Buzzy. I think of them as well. Now, my brothers, you would think, well, your brothers, you're supposed to be close. That's not the case. Do you have a brother or sister that you actually don't like? Do you have a cousin that you don't even talk to? Do you have that so-called best friend that deep down, you know, all they bring is negativity to your life, but you stay friends with them because you don't want any conflict? Why do we deal with these situations that actually bring more harm to our lives than positive? And why don't we reward those that are actually doing good in our lives the way they should be rewarded? I just had a conversation with Mark and Greg about this. I told them both. I said, look, you guys helped me out, crawl out of hell. I appreciate you guys so much. I love you guys so much. And I feel like a bad friend because it's all about me. And I haven't been listening to them. I haven't been a great friend to them, even though they've been a great friend to me. Their response was, shut up. This is what I'm here for. Because there's a time where I'm going to need you and you shut up and listen and be there for me. And you're absolutely right. We had those situations where Pedro had to shut up and listen. Pedro had to be the rock for them. Pedro had to give them guidance. Pedro had to tell them the right answer, even if they didn't want to hear it. Now, as a 33-year-old man, I could also say... I met a lot of people that I thought were my friends that turned out to be snakes. And I had a feeling they were a snake, but I never openly admitted it or something happened that forced them out of my life. And in those situations, I wish I would have went back and trusted my gut. My gut has never been wrong. You probably are thinking of a few people right now as i'm saying this and thinking why do i even talk to that person right this person Cindy over here all she does is gossip she has nothing positive going on in her life all she does is gossip this person Brandon all he does is complain the world is against me everything is not his fault everything is someone else's fault don't you dread picking picking up the phone for those people Don't you dread hearing the conversations of negativity going on and on day after day? Misery loves company. But the thing is this, you don't have to be that company. Now, we always use the phrase benefit of the doubt. Oh, Cindy's just going through something. Oh, Brian has just had a tough run at life right now. Well, how many chances do you give these people? And what do they bring to your life? Now, when it comes to friendships, I think one thing you have to realize is that there's times where you have to be selfish and there's times where you have to allow the other person to be selfish. And if you can have that balance, I believe that's the true definition of a friendship is to say, I got your back, even if you don't do anything for me. And that person has to feel the exact same way because if one person feels like that and the other person does it, That relationship won't last long. Somebody's going to have some type of resentment. Can you both put your egos aside for the better of the friendship? Now, think about your best friend or think about the people that are closest to you. Have you actually worked on the friendship recently? Or have you just been going through the motions? Oh, we went out last weekend. Yeah, you had a couple drinks. You danced with the girls. And then what? What did that do for your actual relationship? Now, here are ways that you actually could build your friendship. Number one, don't be the only one to pick up the phone. You want to see who's really in your corner? If you call this person all the time, stop calling. Let's see what happens. If those phone calls never come, that's your answer. And it's so simple and it's so sad, but I've done this and I'm like, damn, if I don't call, this person has no interest in my life. I'm the always the one reaching out. Now, I have friends where they call me a lot and sometimes I get too busy. I don't call back. And that's my fault because I need to be the one to pick up the phone too. They made that effort. But now it's time for me to make that effort. Just because I know someone for 10 years doesn't mean I have to treat them like I could get back to whenever I can. Life's too short. The second way to show someone that you actually care about them is treat them as if it was a romantic relationship. Ask someone out. I know that sounds funny. I know it's not quote unquote bro code. But you know what? You have to do that with me and mark i said mark hey why don't we hang out at least once a month going out to dinner or guys night or whatever lunch like once a month we have to get together and we both made a conscious effort to do that we are both some of the busiest people you will ever meet in your life we have families we have demanding careers um, and we're passionate about helping others Me and Mark made a promise to each other that, hey, at least once a month, I'm going to hang out with my boy. We've been doing that, and you know what? We've both been happier, and we both feel more connected to each other. Now, my other friend, Greg, he lives in a different state. Can't see him every week. Can't see him every month. But we know what we said. Hey, we're going to see each other at least once a quarter. We worked so hard that we could afford at least once a quarter just to go hang out with my boy. Because that's what friends do. That's our definition of friendship, saying, you know what? You live in a different state, but I'm still going to come be there for you. Now, me and Greg literally talk on the phone every single day. People around us are like, dude, like, why do you guys talk so much? Or why wouldn't we talk so much? I have, I live 24 hours today, and I have stuff to share. I'd rather share it with someone that I know care, actually cares about what I'm saying versus someone that, If they don't get any benefit from it, they're just going to tune it out. Now, on the flip side, there's people that I notice once I hit rock bottom, they're not so friendly. My phone doesn't ring as often as it used to. And then those people see me with other people and now they want to start the ass-kissing session. But it's like, where were you when I reached out to you two months ago and you saw my Facebook message and it's just left on red? Where were you when I was crying and I needed someone to talk to and so I picked this phone because I thought you were really your friend and that phone just kept ringing and I never got a call back? Well, now that I'm a new version of myself and the best version of myself, I tell those people to their face, hey... With all due respect, we're cool, but we're not cool. Like, I don't hate you, but please don't expect me to go out my way to make your life better because I'm going to use that energy for people that actually I care about and that care about me. I'm not wasting my energy on people that just want to be on the sidelines and come in the game when it benefits them. We don't play those type of games around here anymore, nor should you. Now, the hardest part about cutting people off is to actually cut people off. Because we we don't want to be confrontational, but at the same time we want to make a statement. Now, when you're thinking about certain people, because right now I know you are. You're sitting back and you you have a few people in your mind that are like, you know what? I really don't talk to that person or that person, ugh. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. You don't have to even do anything. You just have to stop responding. Or in some cases, you have to tell them to their face, hey, you know what? I don't hate you, but I don't want to hang around with you no more. I feel like we're on two different wavelengths. If they're really your friend, they will ask you why and try to make adjustments to make you feel better or make adjustments for the friendship. But if they don't care about you, they'll say, okay, all right. They'll, they'll, they'll take it personal, and they'll take it out on you in some type of way. And that's your answer. Like, Mike Tyson had one of the best quotes and he said, when he went to prison, he was finally at peace because no one can ask him for anything. Now, when he said that at first, I was like, what is he talking about going to prison and like going broke? Like how can you find peace? And then I went through hell. I hit rock bottom and I was like, wow, it is a lot quieter down here. Now, when I get out of this hell pit, I can still have that same peace, but share that peace with people that helped me came out. Those people that helped me came out that help it, that's who I share my peace with. And that's what I've been doing, and it feels amazing. I feel more happier than I've ever been. But it took that realization, being in hell to say, hey, you know what? I don't need a million friends. I'd rather have 10 solid friends than a thousand people who say they're just my friends, but then they're actually not. You see with celebrities all the time, these huge entourages, and then when the celebrity goes broke, no one's around. You don't have to be rich for have fake friends around you. If you're doing something good in your life, you will have some haters. You don't want to have a hater? Don't do anything good. So I leave you with this. Think about your friendships. Think about what you really want in life. And think about... What can you do to strengthen those relationships and think about, okay, ways for your friends to prove to you that, hey, they are your friends and they're really your friends. It, we're done giving benefits out of doubt. We're not doing that anymore. Either you're here or you're not. So I hope that this gives you clarity. I hope that this gives you more meaning to the word friendship. And I hope you use that word friend a little deeper this time. Don't call everyone your friend. That's the quickest way to sadness. Thank you for episode four. And I can't wait till you guys hear the next episode. Peace.